October 12, 2018, it's a lot from Pedro's show.
Santangelo from the Flower Vato, man. Watch for Pedro Show. Happy Friday. I'm supposed to be doing this Wednesday, but uh, I had some problems. Uh, and, uh, but, but here we are on a Friday. Unusual for Watch for Pedro Show, but I'm very, very glad that we got Bim Thomas from Cleveland via hey. Skype. Yeah, Welcome aboard, Bim. Uh, I should say, we started the show off with the John Coltrane doing up against the wall. Uh, it's incomplete version. I guess the little tape recorder, I mean, this is before cassette, so, you know, maybe got screwed up. So you hear some little mess up in there, but it's from, uh, from 1963. Yeah, those things happen. And then off the brand new Obnox album, Steve Albini Thinks We Suck, which is Bim's latest release. Hey, Bim, I want to ask you first. What's your earliest musical memory? Uh, hmm. I remember uh, waiting on my mom to come out of the uh, whatever department store she was in. You know, she used to leave me in the car here and there back when you could do shit like that. And uh, the old uh, CKLW, the old Canadian station. I remember the the call letter CKLW. Oh yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, I used to tune into that, you know, AM radio, that kind of thing. And uh, my grandmother's church, my family's church, uh, the greater Eddie Robinson Temple, you know, they had a had a great band, bass, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, organ, real ivory, big-ass choir, bunch of cousins in the choir. You know, it was, it was uh, real rock and roll, you know, they didn't, they didn't hold anything back. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, a lot of rock and roll does come out of church. Maybe uh, you got you feel the spirit and just let loose, you know, like you're saying. What, what about at the pad? Did, was was there instruments in, in at the house? Did you have listeners or players? Uh, uh, listeners, collectors, you know. Okay. It's used to when they were younger, you know, used to entertain. So yeah, we had nice records around, and, you know, when there ain't nobody around and. Got a little time on your hands, nothing to do. You would, you know, I would throw them on. And we had a little stereo in the basement. Just a great way to kill time. Essentially, uh, initially, it wasn't like somebody was like, "Yeah, you're going to be a drummer." You're gonna, you know, <laughs> it wasn't that kind of thing. No, no, I, but, I don't. I still don't think my folks understand what I do. Okay, but, but uh, still, I don't was, have a well, real well, job. What I mean is, was there a guitar <laughs> laying around? Maybe not a drum set, yeah. No, sir. <laughs> okay. What about at no, school? What about at school? High school. Yeah, was were you Start. in a school band? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, I was in a band with uh, some buddies that I had class with. Uh, one of them got a guitar, so we borrowed some instruments from the school jazz band, and we used to take them home on the weekends. Yeah. They were in like the marching band. They were in the, the band proper. Sure. We all used to sing in the choir. And they talked me into playing drums for him. I mean, you know, just, just hey, he's going to play bass. I got this guitar and this amp, and we need you to play drums. And shit, I, you know, they were just my boys. I was like, all right, sure. You know, not even like, oh, I'm going to be a sweet drummer. It's just let's try to learn a couple of songs, really. So they they picked drums for you 
Or did you did you shoot? Yeah. It? Oh wow. Yeah. That's what was available. You know? Okay, they say yeah, yeah Bim, just... you're going to be the drummer. Okay, and you, you've never been yeah. on a drum set before, right? Not necessarily. I, well, I, you know, I, these same guys we used to uh, study together. We had classes together, and, you know, right. a big test or whatever. Okay. We go over to our one buddy's house, and his father was in a band. Oh. Uh, in the '60s, they put out singles. Uh, I want to say on like the. Dunwich label, the Brunswick label, or not Brunswick, some, something like that. I think it, I think it was called Dunhill. Dunhill, yeah, and, remember them? Yeah, yeah. It's Dun- called the Punks, M U N X, and uh, like his father had all the gear, and he had a drum set, oh. and ultimately he gets this big ass Neil Peart looking drum set, <laughs> and he's, he's still a sick drummer to this day. Shout out to Jeremy Miller, okay. but he. He pretty much gave me his old kit, and uh, you know we used to when we'd hang out over there and studying and shit. We ultimately end up fucking off on these instruments, and so that was that was when I just I started playing. I wasn't very good, but there was a place where we could, you know, they had monitors and we used to put tunes, in, blast tunes, and play along the records. And nobody cared if you sucked, you know. Like he he was he was real encouraging and. You know, ultimately, uh, I got decent. Yeah. What What about uh? Were you? What was the first gig that you went to? To see? Yeah. Oh man. Shit. I think. I think we drove down to Ohio State to see the violent films, and uh, that guy Ben Vaughn was opening. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember him. Uh, do you remember the first record you bought for yourself? Mm, could have been a Prince record. Might have been a Rick James record or something like that. Zap. Probably Zap, more Zap bounce Zap. to the ounce or something like that around 1980 in the third grade or something. Okay. I'm just curious. But my, folks are, my folks are super young, so, you know, we just had cool shit. Around. Yeah, right, right. So did this get... Uh, this this father of this buddy of yours, did he give you lessons like? Did he show you stuff on the drums? No, I mean, you know, uh, my boy was a great drummer, so just being around oh, him. Oh, okay, him, okay. He knew. Him, yeah, yeah. His dad was the guitar player in the months, but he oh, okay. was you know, he was a he was a visionary early on when we were teens. I mean, he was ridiculous. He's still crazy as shit. He plays jazz, he plays Afrobeat. You oh, know, okay. he's not an egghead. He's like he's like a cool dude that just knows how to do a lot of different styles and right. knows knows shit about tuning drums and taking care of shit. You know, little shit like that. Yeah. You know, like down the line when I ultimately dive head first into punk rock of you know, well, I guess I was already listening to punk when when I started running with them, but uh but when I got deep into it it wasn't like I was playing on a Franken kit that had dead heads from fucking 72. And you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah, it was together. I knew the drum. I knew I had certain fundamentals or whatever. And, you know, I was a bench warmer on the football team. So I quit my senior year and played in the marching band at my boy's insistence. You know what I mean? Like I was depressed about football and he's like, fuck that. Come and, Come and march with me. You'll still see the games, and we can rock this shit. And and we did. I mean, it, 
Would you play them, uh, them kind of tom drums? In the marching band, would you play like those tom drums? That was his get down was the uh, quads. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just carried the bass drum and I, I, because I can't read music. Okay, so you, the big ass kick drum. Yeah, yeah, I carried the biggest one. We had like three of them. (laughs) Okay. But because I carried that big drum for him that that season, like after the season's over, everybody goes to concert and symphonic band and they put on concerts, you know, orchestra concerts and shit like that, where I could leave school early. That was the last period of day. I can't read music. I'm not going to be up here in this fucking pit orchestra. So I could leave school early. Yeah. And they just gave me an A for the rest of the year. It was like a free <laughs> My grade point average was lovely when I graduated. <laughs> yeah. Mention. So uh, what about making, you know, a band's doing gigs? Was it any, did you do any gigs while you were still in high school? Man, just uh, talent shows. And what was uh, that like? Pants <laughs> shirt? <laughs> Well, let's see. Uh, my mother hasn't seen me play since 1987 because the first talent show I was in, we covered Running with the Devil, and she and some of her <laughs> friends were in the building. And yeah, yeah, that whole uh, the Devil's Music, the Devil's Note, all of that shit. Yeah, I've been dealing with that regarding my mom since 87. Okay. So. <laughs> I think that was the then, Van, uh, Van Halen song, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, because actually, I remember when that song came out. Because Black Oak, Arkansas, also had a devil song running with the devil song. It was really strange. Oh, the, the dude Jim Dandy, you see him around Memphis every now and again. He, he's still, yeah, he's still yeah, yeah. bigs. Good dude, good dude. <laughs> Some of he's got that, uh, that full length trench that says Black Oak, Arkansas on the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I saw them a few times when I was a teenager. They would play like, you know, there was these arena rock, right? But they were like festival gigs, so you didn't have to sit in a seat. And they're pretty wild, their shows. Uh, Dig it. But yeah, yeah, the second talent show we did, uh, we went to a, a neighboring high school, and uh, our buddy had some pyro that he was trying to, you know what I mean? This is MTV. I want my MTV and shit. We wanted to, we wanted to come off like, like a show, you know. Sure. And, yeah, they they burnt the shit out of the school's uh, stage curtains, <laughs> so we were asked to never return, and then they just shut the talent show down altogether. So shout out to the Edison Edison School District. <laughs> Might be some raw talent out there, but they'll never know. They'll never know. I want to play uh, Fluss.
For Pedro show, <laughs> got Bim on the line here via Skype. Uh, we heard a, off the new Obnox record, Fluss, part of the bookend. People uh, realize if you get the CD and the vinyl, the CD's not in the right sequence, so check the vinyl. It's called Fire. It's everywhere. Right. Okay, and there Very we had easy. Stillhouse Plants with Material, Omenko Ando with uh, Renew. No. Ruru, sorry, it's a new language. Ten of Swords in the Jester's Court, the world. Alex Zhang Huntai, David Maranha, and Gabriel Ferrandi. Ferrandini, sorry. 
Portuguese cats. <coughs> and then uh, Opie Trail. This is way back in the 60s, a Scottish band. Had a uh, U.S. guy in there. And uh, he lives by Bob Teague in there in Detroit. Frazier. And, uh, yeah, that's their cover of Wooly Bully. And hey. Vermes uh, Dolimbo out of Brazil with uh, Semestre e Coroivi. Keoriover. <laughs> Hard to say. And finally, Obnox with Peekaboo. So, uh, yeah, so out of school, you start doing uh, music, you start doing bands. What was that like? Well, I, when I graduated, I went to college and I, you know, I, I didn't really have a band until like right the tail end before I left. I, uh, I was playing with some guys uh, doing kind of a more of a funk rock sort of mixture, kind of like what was going on with you guys and, you know, the popular stuff at that time, right at the top of the 90s. Okay. But that didn't work out. Those guys wanted to move to Georgia. I tried it, and it wasn't for me. Now, it's the black capital of the world, and I would have been deep within it, but I came back to Ohio. Okay. And also moved to Columbus, and then that's where things started to take off. You know, just playing with Flippin' Hades, meeting Don Holland and Jim Shepard and those guys. And, oh, you know, yeah. Okay. But just a lot of great, great dudes that had a lot of records out. So it's like, it's kind of like running into Jeremy with the drums. You know, these guys know shit. I'm a fucking sponge. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick their brains. I'm going to jam with Don Holland. I'm going to learn what these indie rock labels are doing. And, you know, yeah. and definitely influenced by an SST and, you know, touch and go right up the way and stuff, you know. What, what am I thinking of uh, Columbus uh, High Street, uh, School Kid Records? Uh, you know, uh, I actually met you for the first time on yeah. High Street. I don't know if you remember, uh, Kyle Sebrist and I are pretty good friends. Oh, and, uh, Kyle, just okay. I think you might have been on the Ball Hog Tour. Okay. And uh, we were at Little Brothers checking it out, and we ended up puffing a little chief out in the back alleyway. I don't know if you remember that or not. <laughs> You're talking <laughs> Dan, was, uh, Dan uh, McDugan. Dan Dugan was the the boss yeah, there, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it moved to the, what they call it, the North, Short North? Short North, yes, sir. Because the first uh, st stashes was, uh, yeah, well, closer to the right school. Right at the top of campus. Yeah. And I used to live around the corner from that place, too, man. Saw lots and lots of great shit there. All styles. Dan was into a little bit of everything. That's so. right. Dan was very uh, catch, a, catch a blues group, fucking... Shit, even book Zydeco and shit like that. You right, know I, mean? I know. Like, I know. He's cool people. Very cool. Hey, Edward, you know what I mean? Like, you never knew what the hell he's going to have in there. Right. Gigi Allen played there for about 10 minutes. <laughs> he rushed his ass out the back. You know what, you know what I learned about uh, Gigi Allen? Bring your own mic if you're going on after him. <laughs> Another funky finger production. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so you're, you're you're going to the gigs. You're seeing all this kind of music. So, and, and you're playing with people, right? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, shit, we're road tripping down the sense you see a blues explosion or something like that, or hanging with the Cheater Slates. The Cheater Slates ultimately moved to town, and you know. I'm working at a record store with guys from the New Bomb Church, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, okay. And okay. I'm, I'm still well connected with all the dirtbags in uh, 
what you would call the have-nots, you know, that everybody seemed to think the Turks had it all, you know, touring, selling records, yeah. putting out singles all yeah. the time, and then, you know, there's other cats, you know, got a couple of singles out, and they'll tear your head off, too, and I was, I was like, right on the tightrope of all that, you know, I could smoke grass and drink with Monster Truck 5, or I could sit around and fucking talk shit with Mike Rep Hummel, you know what I mean? It's like, and and everybody was cool with each other, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly yeah. goes to deal with, but it, I mean, for the most part, everybody respected each other for the most part because, you know, to put put your little life savings together and put out a twelve inch or the pack of van or whatever. I mean, shit, that's still pretty much all it's about. You know, computers and all that, that is cool and the little followings and the likes and shit, but. I was hang out with motherfuckers that really wanted to pack the van with their shit and go and burn rooms down. And, right. you know, and some of the guys that didn't get to do that, you know, I, I feel like America might have missed out. I feel like Monster Truck 5 could have been or should have been one of the biggest bands in the country at that time. I mean, they had pretty much played with and maybe even blown away just about every band that's known out there. You know, every, every famous band at the time. They never, nobody ever wiped the floor with MT5. And they kind of had that rebel edge, you know. Yeah. Motherfuckers fight, they could drink, you know. Their their shit was painfully loud, you know. <laughs> but it was it was still rooted in the blues, you know. It still had some kind of funk to it. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah, substance. So, uh, what made you want to go out on your own? What do you say, Mike? Go out on your own. Start start this Obnox. What made me start Obnox? Yeah. Uh, it had a little drop out for a second. Yeah, that it does that sometimes. Yeah, what? So you seeing all this stuff that that got you motivated to start the Obnox? Well, yeah, I'm, I moved to Cleveland. My girlfriend uh, moved to Cleveland, and so you know I followed her. Tried to live in Columbus for a little longer, probably like. Uh, another year but it sucked without her so I moved to Cleveland yeah. and that's when I met the guys in this moment in black, black history and we ended up doing a lot of records together yeah. like I mean fuck I, I feel like we've been together about 15 years or something like that wow yeah, yeah. a long time do you remember the first yeah. do you remember the first oh, Knox gig our first album night game? Yeah. Yeah, it was this festival here called Wonderful Fest. It was uh, started by this guy, Ryan Horrible, because uh, Horrible Fest was taken over by the guys that he had worked it with before. They kind of phased him out. So he's like, all right, I'm going to do this thing called Wonderful Fest. And it was a little more garage-inspired, and uh, – it was a little ambitious for the first try and yeah, like the first horrible fest, it was well, not as bad as the first horrible fest, but the financial side of it was, you know, hanging out with a bunch of bands you like is cool, but people are coming from far away and you got some big names that are used to a certain thing. Right. <laughs> when they get their money, they ain't got shit nice to say about Cleveland. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, I mean, but uh, I, you know, I I hope that people enjoy this. Maybe it was some kind of, you know. But what was it uh, like for you guys? It was cool. I had Elijah Vasquez in the band. Uh, shout out to Bloody Show down in Columbus. Uh, you know, when 
he was a big part of it early on, you know, making the making the beats and you know just uh, a, an amazing drummer with the ability to sing, harmonize. You know, he was like a a music teacher. He had degrees in music ed and, and in music from a couple of you know fairly prestigious programs and. So him being with me, it was like a blessing because, yeah. you know, I mean, fuck it, let's face it, you know, hey, we brothers, we black, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's a trip in the rock world. I mean, I didn't think about it too hard back in my 20s, but, you know, over time, you know, it's like, damn, ain't, ain't too many brothers in no. this shit. Now there's, a, now there's a mountain of brothers all over rocking and rolling, and I can dig it. But back in the fucking 90s shit, it was me and two other cats. And it's still like that on nights. But just having Elijah with me, yeah, I knew that we could put that kind of music together or that he would be sympathetic to what I don't know about reading music, but what I hear in my head, he can help me to bring it out. And with, you know, vast musical knowledge, you know, like, I mean, he... He could make the real loner records, drums, guitar, bass. You know, this motherfucker can blow horns. He can play keyboards. You know, basically great on whatever he touches. Damn. Yeah, yeah I've met people like, like that. They're he's, incredible. He should, really be, he should really be doing the solo genius thing or whatever the fuck they called this. I just, I hear music in my head. Me and my buddy always got a tape machine nearby and we just start recording. Okay. Some motherfucker are worried about where they're going to go and record and how's this going to work out and that. I ain't got time for that. I I got to get shit out. If, if the guitar is somewhat in tune, I know my foot is right. Let's just let's just cut this. Let's just cut it right now, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I, I can dig it. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. October 12, 2018, Dishwap Show, special guest, Bim Thomas. Hold tight for hour two. October 12, 2018. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
noches en vela Piensas que todo es tuyo Decían que eres inerte Decían que eres imbécil
Here we go. <laughs> okay, we start off the second hour with Off Your Ass by Hobnox, new album. Uh, after that, the Dirk, what's that? What's Messiah. That? Huh? The new album, Bang Messiah. That's right. Bang Messiah is the new Hobnox album. Sorry about that, people. Uh, then we had Gentleman uh, Munakita with the Druggy Man, the Man of Leisure. Uh, no, King Alfred, Man of Leisure with Wishes. Andrea P Pensado with uh, Diogenes, Eel Junction from Yoko Yaman, uh, Octagrape with Elephant Telephone, and finally Obnox with Baby Godmother off of Bang Messiah, brand new record. Bang, uh, Bang Messiah, like uh, you were talking about. Yeah, he's a true genius. Okay, okay. It's, uh, that's the guy that helped me to produce the record. He came out to Chicago with me. Uh, his name is Motherfucking Remix, Remix. The Bang Messiah. Okay. Yeah, that's his whole handle. But also Elijah, and, too, uh, with Elijah, right? So, yeah, Elijah quit the band back, shit, 2012. We, did, we went down to South by Southwest, and then when we yeah. came back, he ultimately moved to Columbus. Oh, uh, wow. And he and his... Oh. Yeah, he and his lady have a great band right now called uh, Bloody Show. Bloody Show. So, uh, yeah, yeah. When Elijah left, Richard Rodriguez yeah. joined Ox, Ox. And then he and I, we went everywhere, New York to Texas and whatnot. And, uh, you know, he he's in deep in the hardcore and the punk scene here. Yeah. And he has a label called Saucepan Records. So it's like people... You know, people know who he is because of his bands. A lot of people forget that he was in Outnox for over a year. Okay. And then Rose, Rosanna Saffos ultimately picked up after him. And then she, she and I, we did every festival. We went everywhere. Uh, shit, we were out in Missoula, Montana. You know what I mean? Yeah, I <laughs> we were out Missoula. in LA. We did a couple of shows out in LA. And she's great. She's Running a happy dog, you know, booking bands. She's in a couple of bands. She does her own little thing, Sister Smurf. And she's she's tough. She's strong, man. Like people people still ask for her. Like when when are you gonna be playing with that girl? I'm like, shit, man. She's got a life. She's got work to do. <laughs> yeah. What about this uh, tune, Rally on the Block? No, another remix banger. You know, I just I take his beats and uh, you know I wanted this one to be a little more beat oriented. And, uh, you know, in most cases, I work with a guy, uh, A-Live from Muamin Collective, uh, Aaron Snorton, A-Live. Yeah. But um, but he was working on a, the new Muamin records, and he was between Cleveland and Chicago doing a lot of construction work and stuff like that. So Remix stepped in, sent me a bunch of stuff to check out, and then I, I wrote based on his beats and applied all the uh, the instrumentation afterwards except okay. for you know hater and i hate everything we just built that from the ground up okay let's listen but, rally round the block we can't shut it down oh we've just killed people we have just killed a bunch of people Every 
on the rings and kept my horse, it's named Fred. He rides along, we act like we're faking. I'm a weekend cowboy. I'm a weekend cowboy. I'm a weekend cowboy. I'm a weekend cowboy.
music business is a cruel and shallow money trench, a long plastic hallway where thieves and pimps run free, and good men die like dogs. There's also a negative side.
Lot for Pedro Show. We heard Rally on the Block, brand new Obnox record. Uh, then Sonic Youth, Voodoo Chain, 
Voodoo Kane, sorry about that. Sp uh, Spoon Loons with Weekend Cowboy, Invisible Waves, Wasted Mind, Cold Heroes, Skullduggery, Nazarene Machine with Bug Up My Ass, Los Angeles Death Dolls, Bite, of, bite It, You Scum, uh, Hounds of the Wild Hunt with Crooked, and finally Cream by Obnox. Me and Bim are talking about the late, great Jack Bruce. And that a little man, but a big bass guitar sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. You uh, oh, you had that call. You had that call. Heroes up, man. Uh, where where is Hiawatha Bailey? Hiawatha, man. I saw him in uh, Detroit at Stooges' gig maybe five years oh, ago. I was at that gig. Remember the blackout? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's right. And we didn't play. Well, we did play, but like two years later. Yeah, I came to the makeup gig. Yeah, the makeup gig. Okay. Damn, man. Hiawatha, I've been searching well, Hiawatha, for him, man. That was the first time I'm because... Uh, out every time I go to Detroit, man, and nobody seems to know how to find this guy. Well, you know, he's an old uh, buddy of those, uh, the, the Stooges days, so maybe he made a special effort to come to the gig. It's called Pine Lawn, or now it's got a Pine Knob. Pine Knob, that's it. But it's also yeah. got a name of some kind of company now. Yeah, yeah, back in the day, the Grateful Dead and all of them. Right, that. right. That's why I was told by people. There was a lot of gigs. That was a famous place for gigs. Uh, what what was the studio that you used? The new album was recorded at Electrical Audio in Chicago. Oh, wow, Steve Albini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Utterly professional motherfucker. Yeah. Did he wear the, like, the fucking uh, boiler suit and shit? <laughs> Yeah, he had the coveralls on. Yeah. <laughs> he quit smoking, but he still let me smoke wherever I wanted to. Most dudes make you go outside. But oh, okay. He get, he's, he's, heavy, he's heavy into poker. Oh, yeah, man. Shit, you lose your shirt fucking with him. He won some big old tournament just a few months ago, like a couple, oh, the a couple hundred thousand dollars or something. I don't know. That doesn't surprise me, man. I mean, shit. Man, listen. I don't know. I don't like to count a man's money, but I, I think that thousand dollars I think that's nothing in this world. He's he's dope. He's yeah, dope. Yeah. And he's hell on with the billiards too, man. <laughs> right, he's good with that too. Look, we've been oh uh, uh, coming to the end of the second hour, October twelfth, twenty eighteen dish Wapito show. Special guest Bib Thomas. Hold tight for hour three. He's October dope. He 12, 2018, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. I'll bust your head to the back, little punk. You don't come in this gym talking no trash to me. Boy, I'll kill you.
What you saying to me? What you trying to be? Oh, you trying to be fly guy? Got some money on your side guy? I said, nigga, please, that's how it's supposed to be. Yo, ho, I ain't trying to undress you. I ain't trying to impress you. I'ma do what the rest do. Hammer on and run through you. Waking up fucked up, thrill as the shit gets. Pound life, liquor and drugs, land of the misfits. Holes a mess up your home, willing to risk it. Bad decision for love of the whisk of biscuits. You should see them, day break to the DM. Hella dick pics, all in the DM of your BM. I'm such a sicko, nothing to me to fuck a chick as fat as a hippo. Penis be never finicky, so many mimic me. It's getting gimmicky, already one foot in the grave, just fucking finish me. This is the ministry. We just saying you need Jesus Or whoever bless you when you sneezes When hell freezes I think about you taking my spot Till then I'll circle the blocks With obnoxious the taste The barcots on the palate of your hoe You a simp Cause you gon' sing a ballad at the same show And God bless them And no, I ain't singing no criticism Surrounded by yes men So it's all smooth sail Nobody to test them Little bastards got over by skipping the rites of passage And we gon' let them get away with that? For real? Nah, not on my watch. Yo, piano man, stick me the fuck out of here.
so it goes, my friend. But I love you in the end. Still the stars fade, too. Yet we still have a good time. Full hog and board out ahead. Looks like we're balanced and blueprinted. Ready to head out on the road. Sorry you had such a battle. Glad we could live to say screw that. Lost some money, lost some time. So it goes, my friend, so it goes. Long, long through the days and nights. Made it out on out through this. You still have your most precious thing. So we made it. You blasted through it. Let's get out on the road, even just to go to town. Turn up the stereo. Pass by the good and the bad. Hope that we get what we want. So it goes, friend. So it goes. Blood count looking good, I hope. Took a lot of blood, too. Glad they could save you. Hope your body rebuilds itself. This cost so much money, too, but we made it through. We are doing okay now. The answer to our prayers. And there you have it, Miracle Man.
Watt from Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with Obnox doing 40th Street Black. And you got a buddy playing on there? Yeah, that's my homeboy. Uh, Vigatron, David Vigatron Norris, man. He's like a... He's like a well-known in the Cleveland hip-hop scene and he shoots the best videos and, you know, he, he's... This thing is like a persona and it's like, you know, everything's so PC now and his shit is just dirty as fuck. He says <laughs> what he wants. He says what's on his mind. He he could write a movie script. He probably has written a couple, you know. He's like an aspiring actor, man. Comic book nerd, but just a just a good dude, just a gentle giant, man. Yeah. And a mean-ass MC, too, you know. Like, like I appreciate it. We, we got another one. Uh, we just finished up uh that's coming out on my next record man like uh and then uh on piano we had our homeboy eli hanley okay and uh yeah yeah he's like you know fresh out of berkeley young dude you know like 23 24 years old cleveland guy went out to berkeley and graduated came home and he's just slumming it with me and hanging out at albany's you know you're, you're talking he's, about- he's, on, he's on my last few records actually he's a good dude you know you're talking Berkeley, uh, Berkeley School of Music. Yes, sir. Yeah, in Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, another remix banger uh, with the uh, with the track, you know, and then uh, my boy Chuck like, flew out for the session. Uh, he's been on practically all the Obnox records doing Linus and Lee guitar here and there. Uh you know, big chunks. You know, he'll just come in and just play for fucking four hours and look at you like, what, I'm done? And it's just like, yeah, man, fuck. That's the album. <laughs> and he and I, we, we got acquainted playing in uh, Puffy Areolas. And, uh, yeah, man, when, when Damon split town and the band kind of folded up, he and I just worked on the on the Obnox records here and there together, man, you know. Whenever I need him, he comes. Even if he has to fucking book a flight and get out of town for him. And he had just had a daughter too. It just meant so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, beautiful. Good, good dude. Good dudes all around. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Much grateful. I'm fortunate. Just everybody that's played on an Obnox record in one way or another, shouted or harmonized or p- plucked a lead or shook a tambourine or whatever the fuck, man. They're all solid people. They're, they're talented, you know, they might not be the most famous motherfuckers, you know, but that's okay. They're talented, you know. That's okay. You know, you got to be grateful for that stuff. I, I think the same thing about the cats I get to play with. Music, yeah, yeah, like jazz, but you know, jazz dudes, they always keep fresh legs around, man. Yeah. Keeps it interesting. Absolute. And we heard a Belfi uh, Valley duo doing Untitled Gay Your Project. <laughs> to the Tears We Share, live from Cardavetro, Genoma Cats. Uh, Chronic Anxiety Out of Philly with Your Data is Invalid, Joe Brewer, Madison, Wisconsin. So it goes. And finally, Find My Way, Obnox, new album, Bang Messiah. Uh, are you going to tour this album? Yeah, you know, I got to... Uh... I gotta get surgery, man. Uh, I have a, like an ailment on my neck, and uh, my insurance was just denied 
because they think it's cosmetic surgery. It's like, man, I've been dealing with this shit for three years. If you don't give me cosmetic <laughs> give me surgery, get this. yeah, man, it's like it's the insurance shit around here, man. It's a scam, man. Yeah. Like yeah. you got to fight for money that you're always paying in on, and they, and you know they don't tell you what they're investing on. You know, it's just fucking. It's just their money at that point, and they can do what the fuck they want, even right. if you need surgery. You know what I mean? Right. So, so you can't, can't tour till you do this uh, surgery, right? It's being rescheduled. I just want to get it taken care of. Yeah. You know, it's, I was on the road for a long time. All of a sudden, my daughter's enormous, and fucking, you know, my health. You know what I mean? Like, you know, forty-six-year-old black man. You know, I gotta. I had to get certain shit together before I can head, head back out, but not long from now I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I think I'm, I'm thinking about the West Coast in, in the late winter months. Ah, cool. That'd and I'm uh, I believe uh, I'm gonna come back down for uh, or go back down to Texas for South by Southwest. There's people call all the time, so I'm gonna hit them back and probably do some long weekends here and there. But you know, it's I. A lot has happened in my life, and I just I had to take a deep breath and dig myself for a minute. And now things are looking normal, and I think I'm going to pick up and go and see my friends, you know? Yeah, Play yeah. some music, eat a little food. You know what I mean? I'm going to play this. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You know, life comes in cycles. In fact, this yeah. was the first year, 2018, first year for me in 36, 37 years that I didn't tour. So I know what you mean. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> hey, man, actually, let me ask you this. Yeah. Once upon a time in Akron, Ohio, me and about 20 other people were at a Universal Congress of Gay. Joe Biza. Yes, sir. Now, the van that they struggled to start on the way out, was that the Double Nickels van? Uh... They were having trouble getting their van started. And I was like, damn, that's the fucking van from Double Nickels on the Don. Did you sell them that van? No. That was a, a similar looking van. <laughs> sorry, oh, to break, okay, okay. sorry to break the news, Bim. <laughs> it was similar. Yeah, yeah. I was pumping some regular And also, you there. know, George Hurley, myself, we kept our boat going. We kept it strong. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you would have to. All right. The great the, fire. The, the Universal guys. Maybe not so automotive uh, inclined, more musician types. No, and my buddies opened that show, oh. and when I realized who they were yeah. regarding ST and the whole shit, I'm like, what in the fuck are they even doing here? Like, why are they in Akron, Ohio? It's just like a, it's a, the Daily Double. It's like a brew pub now or whatever, but back then it had bleachers, and it was just a little little hole, you know? Yeah, but still, and, you know, it had a college. But, and if you got a college, you got you could, might have a yeah, crowd. Yeah, I guess right, it's right by Akron U. But then they killed that night, you know. It's great for man. whatever people thought of a Greg Ginn's jazz phase. The motherfuckers live. I can see why you put those records out, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a project right now with uh, Joe Biza called Frog Lab, kind of improvised thing. Look, I'm going to play Waking Quake here. Okay. Yes, sir. Let me ask this little boy. Look at me, little boy. What the fuck? in my house today. And if you tell me a motherfucking lie, I'm gonna moose your motherfucking face up. Now why is you here? Bitch! 
Life for Pedro show. Last music for this edition, Obnox, brand new album. Bang Messiah, Wake and Quake. It's not like Wake and Bake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to get, get down the highway to Earthquake or devices, you know. That's, that's it. That's shout, shout out to Earthquake. Sure, I, you know what? Bam, I did something Bam, for them for, um, for some kind of, I think it's called Tiny Pyramids. Yeah, yeah. I think you did the spatial delivery. Yeah, uh, yeah. The... What's his the name? Envelope. Vice Cooler Aaron. came down to San Pedro to my practice pad, and because I don't use a lot of effects with my bass, you know. But I said, "Hey, I'll try it," and it was yeah. Weird. That's uh, yeah. It's kind of like a cockwild filter sound, you know. Yeah, it's it's kind of good for you with your funk leanings, you know. Okay, yeah, I've I've used envelope filter before, kind of like Bootsy stuff. Yeah, uh, there, yeah. There's an Ohio get... guy. He's Cincinnati. Yes, uh, sir. Then we heard Phone Bone. Doing Shape of Your Heart, uh, Totemoshi with Sound of Horn, Take Me Demo from the Persians, Sachiko with the voice from the border, Control Your Crime from Peace Creek, and finally, Enter the Hater by Obnox. And you said you, you built that one from the bottom up? Yeah, yeah, man. Started out with the drums. Okay. Over to the okay. guitar and put the voice in. That's how Prince, Just like- that's how Dave Grohl did his first album. He did the drums first. I think Stevie Wonder did that stuff too when he did, uh, like Intervision stuff where he did, played all the instruments. They they started yeah, with the yeah. drums. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, Bim? I want the listeners to be able to go find you. Oh, Obnox, aka Knox, on <clears throat> Facebook, Knox Rock on Twitter, and Mont Knox on Instagram. Okay. So, people, you can go find it out. Bim's got righteous tunes. He's already working on the next album. Any, any records you need, there's plenty of records on Ever Never Records, on yeah. 12XU yeah. Records out of Austin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Smogville. Sure. You know, sure. Revolver, uh, Midheaven, Mail Order. It's everywhere. Go and check it out. Check out one of them. The seven inches still turn up here and there. There's, there's over 20 records. Get at them. Get at me. Mr. White, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your, your resilience in the game, man. Just, you're a legend, and uh, much respect and love to you, man. Respect, respect and love back, Bim. It's been a very big honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Okay. It's been the October 12, 2018 edition of Watt for Pedro Show. Special guest, Bim Thomas. Keep your powder dry.